Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. DFS Today. Welcome to DFS Today, week four in the NFL. Excited to be here, myself and Joe Pisapia, taking you through all of the games and all of the players that you're going to need to start. Uh, a high-scoring affair each and every week here. It's been a high-scoring NFL season so far, Joe. That's right, and if you want to see what a real warrior looks like on the field, take a look at my co-host Mike Blewett, who is battling a very tough cold. That's right. He's here. He's never day-to-day. He's always right. So, If you ever want to watch a broadcast or somebody's hopped up on Mucinex and DayQuil... <laughs> You've tuned into the right place. So uh, we're going to take you around the uh, positions that you need to start in your DFS lineups today. Uh, but really, let's the, the way we like to start every week was really get, is getting a sense of the games that we feel are going to be high scoring. And we'll start right here behind us, Joe, where the Giants are going to be taking on Washington today. Washington coming into town, coming off a very tough loss to Chicago on Monday night. And the Giants, with Daniel Jones' first start in the NFL, a huge win against Tampa. Absolutely. And the conquering hero returns, right? So now here we are, Mike. Uh, we're in a second star for Daniel Jones, and Jones has been uh, terrific in that first one. Uh, Certainly not an easy task to go on the road. I know it was Tampa, but still not an easy task nonetheless. And when you're looking at this game, look, Washington's not a great defensive team. We know that. They're without Saquon Barkley now, the Giants, so that's certainly something to knock him down a peg. But at the same time, those Giants are not a good defensive team either, so there might be a surprising total of points in this one today, Mike. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And uh, on the flip side, we're seeing Pat Mahomes play his first dome game in his career. A lot of people have talked about it. Pretty interesting that it hasn't happened yet, but he's going to go to Detroit and try to put up those same numbers he's put up the first three weeks of the year. Yeah, this one's going to be fun to watch, I can tell you right now. And look, let's not forget the Chiefs defense, not very good, so let's not forget about the Lions, who are Looking pretty good. They are playing tough. They're competing. And I think last year when Matt Patricia came in there, there was a lot of question whether or not uh, this team was really going to get behind Patricia because basically he expected a better effort level out of this team. And now now he's getting that effort level. And it's going to be fascinating to watch that effort level this week if it can stand up to the aerial assault that is Patrick Mahomes because we all know how damn good he is. Yeah, so they're 2-0-1 right now. They're one of the seven undefeated teams thus far in the NFL. One of them is off this week in the Niners. But do you think, uh, just ask a quick question about the line, Do you think that this style of play holds up today? Do you think it holds up throughout the course of the season? Because they're throwing the ball less than a lot of the other teams will throughout the course of the season. Stafford's a little banged up right now. But do you think they can see to the other side of this, this strategy with Patricia bringing in his own guys, slowing it down, and winning a whole bunch of games? I think it's going to work most weeks, but not necessarily this one. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is just, he's in a different universe. Now, I do think this is a good get-right game for On Johnson, who's been... I don't want to say disappointing, but let's say the points have been ugly. You think that's a fair yeah, assessment? I'd say so. He's gotten the points, but the points have been ugly. And I think for this week, they're not ugly points. I think he's going to get a, a very nice amount of targets, a very nice amount of uh, carries today. And I also think Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay will both be very active in this game because they will be playing from behind. Patrick Mahomes is one of those quarterbacks. Every time he touches the football, there's a good chance he's going to go down the field and score. And we've seen that even in slow starts in the first quarter. We've seen him put 21, 21, uh, 28, all kinds of different points up in the second quarter. Unbelievable amount of 
just an incredible aerial attack that they're able to go out there. And you don't even necessarily know which guy it's going to be each week, which is part of what makes it so fascinating. Yeah, so Mahomes right now, first player to record at least 350 passing yards, three touchdown passes, and no interceptions in three consecutive games. That's pretty good, Mike. First time ever that that's happened. It's pretty good. Would you expect it to be a fourth today? 350, three touchdowns, (sighs) no picks? The no picks... Yeah, a tip pass pass can happen. I'm not going to bet against my boy, so I'm going to say yes, it's going to be another one. (laughs) It's going to be a historic run, and all those people crying about how there's going to be regression for Patrick Mahomes, uh, they're going to be very unhappy as we turn the page to October because it doesn't look like he's regressing. He might even be getting better, which is a scary thought for the rest of the league. Seven teams, uh, 3-0, entering week four. It's going to be down to five, barring ties. It'll be down to five because uh, one of these teams will lose here, KC and Detroit, and then Buffalo and New England are playing, obviously, and they're undefeated as well. Uh, so give me quick thoughts on that game, too. Uh, New England and Buffalo. You have Brady going up against the Bills. He's 30-3 and against the Bills' lifetime, 15-2 and in Buffalo. So... Um, They've had an easy way uh, about them and going methodically and winning these games. Defense has really been the story for them, but it's not like the offense hasn't chipped in. That game against the Jets last week, see, no anybody that watched it realizes it wasn't close, even though the scoreboard right. was only a two-touchdown difference, essentially. So uh, your thoughts about that game today? Well, the Pats defense hasn't given up a touchdown since the AFC Championship game still mm-hmm. in terms of rushing and in terms of passing. So when you're looking at this game right now, I think this is going to be a tough one for the pass today. This is going to be a real test because that Bills defense is very good. When we get later on to the show, we're going to talk about the value they possibly return. But this is a team that gets up to play the Patriots. They got up to play them last year too. But what happens in the second half of these games is Bill Belichick, better than anybody else, makes adjustments. And when he makes adjustments, even if this is a 13-10 kind of game or even a 10-7 game at half, typically what happens is they're going to uh, pull away when all said and done. So I do think the Patriots will win today, but I don't think it's going to be an easy one for them, especially with Julian Edelman a little banged up. He's going to play, but banged up. Sonny Michelle's been unimpressive. James White hasn't had a big game yet. So this one's going to be a lot tighter than I think people realize. Yeah. Um, so other games uh, on the slate that we could take a look at, uh, higher point totals. We have the Hawks and Cardinals are at 48. Bucks and Rams, that's at 49 and a half yeah. total right now. I think it's probably trending up. It might go off at 50. So thoughts about who might be the star of that game? Well, Jared Goff at home, yeah, I got to love. You got to love Jared Goff at home because he's been that guy historically. You look at the numbers and the splits, they are there. They're always there for him. Uh, you love the weapons he's got. And look, <coughs> Todd Gurley needs to have a good game here. He really does. Now, on the Bucks side, we saw the offense explode, but that was against the Giants defense, not necessarily the Rams. The Rams defense every now and then, though, does give up big plays. We saw that happen last year in that game against the Vikings. We saw it last year against the New Orleans Saints. So it would not be shocking if this total actually came to fruition, especially with what Tampa can do explosively on offense sometimes with the weapons they have, like Mike Evans, like Chris Godwin. So I would not be shocked to see it go that way, but I still would feel very comfortable about the Rams covering in this one for sure. Yeah, so uh, again, to recap for everybody, we're going to go through running backs in the next segment, then we'll take it to wide receivers after that quarterbacks, tight ends, defense. We like to take it position by position so you can compare prices and decide who you want in the lineups. Um, 
How about any other games that stand out? You know, obviously we don't have the Niners and Jets here, so we don't have to worry about that Niners backfield, or George Kittle is now out of the main slate uh, for this week. The Jets are on a bye. They haven't been very valuable at all uh, for the DFS community, but, you know, we have the games tonight and tomorrow. So no Steelers, no Bengals on the main slate, and then uh, tonight's game, uh, obviously missing some players, and Packers and Eagles were on Thursday night. So there's a few guys that we would normally use. Devontae Adams with a monster game, but somebody that we would normally consider out of the main slate today. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, you're taking some of the uh, big players like Saquon Barkley out just due to injury and right. other players like that, too. So uh, it's going to be fascinating to watch how this all unfolds. And I'll tell you what, another game everybody should be watching closely is that Baltimore hosting <coughs> the Cleveland Browns because if the Browns go to 1-3 and three to start this season, it could get very ugly very quickly in that locker room, I'm telling you right now. So this will be a fascinating one to watch. The Browns are going to have to go out there with everything they've got and make this work. And if they don't, my goodness, that's going to be uh, possibly one of those situations where you could watch Rome burn from the inside. And by the way, the, the books are obviously on the Ravens. It's and minus seven be. right now. The Ravens have played well. Now, the Ravens' defense isn't what it used to be, yep. but I still think they're good enough to beat the Cleveland Browns today. My biggest concern about the Browns this year was whether Freddie Kitchens can handle all of this pressure and all these personalities and all the new additions. Right now, it's been a struggle. Huge game for them today. It's not going to be no moral victories. It's a divisional game. They have to assert themselves in the AFC North. So Joe and I will come back. We'll talk running backs. On your DFS lineups, FanDuel, DraftKings, Showdowns, whatever you want to talk about, we'll be here to get you the information. Right back on The Grid. Game time decisions. I do like the Saints in this spot. Uh, You know, the Cowboys, you talked about the schedule with the Patriots. Uh, Cowboys are stepping up in class now, going into a hostile environment. Sunday night football. Hell, Teddy Bridgewater has a better winning percentage as a starting quarterback than Drew Brees does in his career. (laughs) I know it's only 31 games, but he wins games. And uh, let's see, he wins games. Weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, Channel 719. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Back on the grid. Thanks for joining us on Zumo Channel 719. Uh, listening on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You can hear us on TuneIn on iHeartRadio and the Fantasy Sports Radio app. Find Joe Pizzapia on Twitter at Joe Pizzapia17, P-I-S-A-P-I-A. And I'm at Mike Blewett, as always. So uh, let's just get to it, Joe. We have... Um, uh, the running back position, uh, as you said, without Barkley today, there's a few other guys that we're, we don't, we're not going to have access to. Uh, Zeke Elliott tonight uh, on the showdown, and Alvin Kamara uh, would really be on the showdown. So missing three huge backs right off the start due to injury and just uh, timings of the game. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons this week I like CMC so much, not just in cash but also in tournaments. And people will say, wow, you're really going to pay up for him? And I think, yeah, you do, because how many guys are left that can really separate from that running back hurt. I know everybody's on Eckler this week. I get it. I understand. Now Gordon's coming back. We'll see how that all shakes out. I know there's a limited snap count, but still, you would imagine Gordon's going to touch the ball eventually more than people realize. That would be my guess. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, CMC to me, when you talk about return on investment, when you talk about re- turn on volume when you talk about rolling the offense it's all there and I think this is one of the weeks where you actually pay up and it's there's plenty plenty of ways to save this week at the tight end position at the wide receiver position that makes CMC very easily get in there so to me I think it's a great week to actually put him not just in cash game lineups but in tournament lineups as well because I think there's a real opportunity for him to separate Uh, okay so uh, moving on to another game we picked on the Miami Dolphins every week and it looks like we're going to do it again with Austin Eckler. He's one of the best yeah. values on the board. His price is creeping up, but uh, with Melvin Gordon back in the mix, does it concern you? It does. You know what? It actually does. I know a lot of people say, ah, oh, no, it's fine. My biggest concern is the potential of Austin Eckler losing touchdowns this week to Melvin Gordon because I think that's a real possibility. If you're going to get Melvin Gordon some work, shouldn't it be at the goal line? You know, uh, the coach came out this week and he talked about we're, the stats are good, but we're not scoring points. Well, who's back in the fold. It's Melvin Gordon. And what did Melvin Gordon do last year? He scored touchdowns. So I am a little concerned. I really loved Eckler this week when it was, oh, Gordon's coming back, but he's not going to be active. And then when Justin Jackson was going to be out for this game, I loved Eckler. Then once Gordon was active, to me, this changes the dynamic a bit. And maybe I'm overreacting, but I think when you add in the ownership of Austin Eckler, uh, I understand this is a good return. 8100 on FanDuel is a very good price. I get it. I'm concerned about the touchdowns, I'm concerned about the usage, and I'm concerned a little bit about Melvin Gordon. And look, the ownership's going to be through the roof on Eckler. But don't you think that Gordon Gordon being activated will tamp down the ownership some? No. 
I don't think it will because I think people will still think that it's that scenario of, oh, he's only going to get a couple snaps. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If he gets the amount of snaps that Ezekiel Elliott got week one, <laughs> that makes a big, big difference in this game. And why wouldn't you get him activated and ready to roll? Because it's basically like playing a, I don't know, a scrimmage team against the Dolphins. I yeah. don't want to be rude to the Dolphins, but I'm sorry they've earned that. Yeah. They've earned that disrespect, so why not? I think that's exactly where we're at. So I do think you should be concerned with Gordon. And look, I'm not saying you can't have Eckler. I'm saying that you want to differentiate a little bit this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think the Eckler conversation is interesting, too, simply because... He really did perform well in in all the seasons and all the games where he and Gordon were together. Uh, his red zone usage rate has always been positive, even when Gordon was the go-to back. Uh, and I think that will continue long-term. It's just that I think the salad days that we've seen this season for Eckler are probably coming to a close. If not this week, then by next week he starts to share the ball a little bit more. I don't. I think Eckler, for you seasonal players out there, is still a really good guy to own. I just think that this $8,000 price tag is going to get to a point where, I mean, the price will eventually come down, too, but uh, we're going to have to, it's going to be old Austin Eckler and not the Austin Eckler and this that we come to know kind of goes back, uh, you know, this goes back to the same conversation about Christian McCaffrey, which is, all right, for $900 more, I lock in the guy. Yeah, he is I'm the guy. You. There's no question about and I think when you can do that it's worth paying up and you can find a thousand dollars somewhere else in your lineup whether you go down defense whether you go down at tight end wide receiver like I said we'll get to those guys later but I think there's a lot of value on this board to make CMC work this week in tournaments okay guy that uh, is just sort of unheralded I I feel like still but keeps producing every week he had a tremendous touchdown run against the Falcons last week where he stiff-armed three guys and that's Marlon Mack Uh, Marlon Mack just continues to produce here for seasonal owners for those of you in DFS it's never the stat line and the style of play don't look that sexy often, but he keeps rolling out good games. Absolutely. And this is a big one for him today, too. The Oakland Raiders are not a very good defensive team. We all know that. They're at home. Marlon Mack's been pretty good at home. And I'll tell you what, too, when you take away T.Y. Hilton in this game, which is the likely scenario, they're going to have to rely heavily on Marlon Mack. And that's a good situation. It's 7,300 on FanDuel. I think he's a terrific value on the board. You know he's the guy. Look, we haven't seen a lot of Naheem Hines. Maybe he's going to get a little worked in this week because they're down a little bit wide receiver range, but I don't worry about that at all. Marlon Mack is the guy. Expect a very healthy diet of Marlon Mack in this one. I think even without T.Y., they'll be able to get by the Oakland Raiders, so I wouldn't worry too much, but this win is not going to be on Brissett. I think it's going to be on the shoulders of Marlon Mack this week. Yeah, 6100 right now on DraftKings and FanDuel, the price uh, 7300 yep. So still really legitimately priced. You can see uh, yourself in cash lineups with a, a CMC uh, Marlon Mack type Absolutely. of lineup, right? Absolutely. So, uh, okay, going, moving on. Uh, game that we talked about a whole bunch at the top of the show. You got Carry On Johnson going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, who are not known for stuffing the run. Uh, Johnson, to your point, uh, stats have not looked great, but the commitment is there, and he's the workhorse. So, Absolutely. at some point, those two axes cross and get you a good game. Yeah, and I think in terms of the cost this week, too, you love it. You love the cost, and I know some people will say, well, if they're behind, what are they going to do a carry-on? But, I mean, at 6500 how can you say no to that cost? And I think that's something to really keep in mind when you're looking forward into this week. And on the other side of that game, too, let's not forget about LaShawn McCoy, who's basically going to have that backfield to himself. Darwin Thompson really did not get much opportunities at all. 
it seems like LaShawn McCoy starting to get very comfortable in this different Andy Reid offense than he's used to, and that's a really good thing. So I love Mahomes this week with a pairing of McCoy, and that's really because I trust McCoy to get in the end zone, and I trust Mahomes to find the end zone with his receivers. I just don't know which receiver it is, and I think nobody can say that they do. You're just throwing darts on those guys. So McCoy becomes an outstanding value this week as well in terms of a lineup builder. Tournament dart with Daryl Williams? No, not for me. Not for me. I, I don't think there's enough volume there to warrant it. I think you're going to a lot of LaShawn McCoy today. If he's healthy enough to go, I think you're going to see a lot of him. Yeah, Damian Williams is unfortunately uh, out yet again, so uh, continues to shuffle around some of these DFS lineups and, and other lineups as well. So keep going. Chris Carson, uh, obviously he's had a fumble issue, but he goes up against the Cardinals today. The interesting thing is that the Seahawks and Cardinals have played really tight games as of late. Last year, the Cardinals, despite being the worst team in the league, played the Seahawks to three-point games twice last year. So uh, Hawks going into Arizona, and you got Chris Carson, who Rashard Penny is a little banged up. So that somewhat negates what the fumbling issues might do to somebody in his position, right, Joe? It could, but I think the unknown is a fascinating situation with Carson because I think there's two ways to go about this. Either you take advantage of the fact there's a little bit of fear out there in the pool, and there is. There's a lot of fear out there with Chris Carson, and rightfully so, with the fumble ice that he's had recently, which makes him either, in your mind, a very good play because ownership will be low, potential for scoring is high, or a very bad play because if he does fumble again, it can be a killer for you in terms of negative points, in terms of killing some drives. So that could be a real... uh, Basically, you want to talk about the axis spinning. That's one today where Chris Carson's either going to win a lot of people money or lose a lot of people money, depending on how he plays in this game. And if he doesn't play well, puts the ball on the ground again, I think you will see a lot more Rashad Penny no matter how healthy he is or is not. Falcons have typically been good uh, for opposing running backs that they have, have the ability to catch the ball. Derrick Henry's only got a few catches on the season, but you still like the matchup for him today. Love Derrick Henry. Basically, not because so much about the catching the football, but because Atlanta's lack of tackling ability. This is a team that does not like to tackle anybody. And I don't know if you've seen Derrick Henry. He's a pretty big man. He's not exactly the guy you want to square up and tackle anyway. So I just think he is going to be a matchup nightmare for those guys, especially if you can get out in space a little bit because that secondary has zero chance to bring him down. You're going to see two, three, four defenders trying to tackle that man. It's going to be a long day for that defense. So whether or not you can catch the ball in the backfield, I don't care. He just needs a running start, Mike. And I think at that value around 7K, he's a really good return on FanDuel this week as well. So you see some really good values in there, Mac and Henry, yeah. Eckler, that some other guys. That 7K range yeah, that's right. is very fruitful. And then below that, you got the carry-ons and the LaShawn McCoys in that low to mid-six range, too, which I keep going back to it. I want to be a broken record. It's a broken record on Mike Evans last week. That worked. Yeah. Now I'm a broken record on CMC. I think you look for him today with those other RBs. Last guy, real quick, playing right behind us in a couple of hours, Wayne Gallman. What do you like? Pass. pass on Wayne Gallman. I hope he falls in the end zone, but I'm going to pass this week. That's it. So that's it for the running backs. We'll come back on the grid, talk wide receivers, get your values and potential tournament plays. It's Mike and Joe. We'll be right back on Zumo Channel 719. Fantasy Sports Today. There's a word that comes to mind here with Jacoby Brissett, but the word is unflappable. He is in a situation where a franchise starting quarterback floats away and now this guy's been left holding the bag. And this guy, he has done everything he can. He was good on the road against a tough pass rush. He will find a way. He will make the most of the weapons he's got. I definitely trust Brissett against the Raiders. I trust you against the Raiders. I trust anyone against <laughs> the Raiders. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern on the Evan DSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. 
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Fantasy Freestyle. I think the Chargers are the exact kind of team that flying west to east could lay an egg. I think this could be them laying an egg and still squeaking by. I'd bet the Dolphins money line almost every game and then hope it happens early in the season. This is one of those chances. Now, don't get me wrong. I think the Chargers win this game, but I do think this one is going to be closer than 15 points. I'll take Miami plus the 15 points. Monday and Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Zumo TV, channel 719. Welcome back to The Grid. Mike and Joe on DFS Today. And I'd like you to become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, NFL setting their lineup, uh, NFL tournament. Set your lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer or join the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars each week, each week playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. So there's plenty of money with your name on it in today's NFL contest. So why not let the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer help you pad your bank account? If you're playing DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're just doing it wrong. So sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. So enter promo code ACTION, that's A-C-T-I-O-N, for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. And we're sitting here live uh, in the FanDuel Sportsbook at, at the Meadowlands. Excited to be here. Giants and Washington just uh, a few hours away. Hours right? away. Just yeah. hours away. And like I say every week, uh, this show airs live from 8 to 9. So you may be seeing it a little bit after. Always supplement our information with the latest inactive information or anything else uh, crazy that might come out. Weather, anything like that. Although we don't see any weather on the map that's going to really impact us today. And the last thing I'll say is, see this right here? 
If you happen to be in the area, just come down and get one of these things. Just come live to the FanDuel Sportsbook in the Meadowlands. Get yourself a sports grid uh, NFL tip sheet. You've got best bets on here from Gabe Renzi and our betting model that you can find on DailyRoto.com. So, all right, let's get to the wide receivers, Joe. We have <clears throat> at the top a guy that's just been crushing it. It's just funny. The Keenan Allen thing every year is funny because people get scared because he's had these injuries. But whenever he's in the lineup, he crushes, and he's been doing it so far this year. He's a top receiver in fantasy this thus far. Oh, the PPR, Keenan Allen has been absolutely brilliant, and there's no way around it, and he should be brilliant in this one. If you ask me if I had to pick one charger who I want in my lineup, it's Keenan Allen, and I don't care how chalky this one is. He's the same price as Eckler, but I think Keenan Allen, especially with the injury to Mike Williams this week, no Hunter Henry still. Uh, basically, the only guy left there practically is Dontrell Inman, who I also think you should pay attention to. He's min salary, but I think that Inman's a guy that knows this offense. People forget that he played here not that long ago, so it's not like he's unaware. It's not like he doesn't have a rapport. He's had some good games in the past with Phillip Rivers, so if you want to get both of those guys, I'm fine with that too because I think that Keenan Allen, in terms of targets, is going to be well over double digits easily. You could probably throw at least one touchdown in there and think the over-under will probably be one and a half for him. But uh, it's it's a great matchup for Keenan Allen, no doubt about it. And I prefer him to Eckler if I'm going to pick one charger this week. Yeah, just looking at some of the player props that you can find on the FanDuel Sportsbook online. So as I scroll down through, Keenan Allen receiving yards, the the number is set at 102.5 for his receiving yards today. So it says a lot about how the books feel. I'll take feel. the over on that one. Total receptions, 8.5. <laughs> uh, so in general, oh, feeling eight? pretty good. Set, that's it? 8? Eight? 8.5, eight yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, there's that concern of are they going to be up by so much, like in a lot of these Dolphins games where they ease off. Now, I don't think the Chargers can afford to ease off with the way they've played lately. they got to go out there. I don't want to say you can make a statement against the Dolphins, but you have to make a statement today if you're the Chargers. You have to go out there, and you have to put a whooping on this team because right now I think everybody looks at the Chargers as a very beatable football team, and they have been. So I think this is a huge game for them, and I'm telling you, if you're looking for a a responsible punt play and wide receiver, I think Inman's one of those guys because Keenan Allen will get a ton of attention. Somebody else is going to catch the football. There's no other tight ends. There's no other wide receivers. Eckler's still there. Gordon's not 100% up to speed, so why not Dontrell Inman? Yeah, pretty good implied total there for the Chargers uh, in that game. So we are moving on to the next one. We talked about Rams-Bucks. That's the second highest total on the board right now at 49.5, and and Cooper Cup comes in at a nice price. Your thoughts there? Look, it's hard not to like Cooper Cup. I mean, what's he really is like the guy. It's it's hard because the Rams do have three guys that you can choose every week. But it's very obvious to me that that's his safety blanket. Absolutely, it was obvious last year too. And yeah. the thing I didn't understand about coming into season long drafts this year, everybody was so upset and concerned about that knee. Meanwhile. There was no negative questions about that coming into camp. He was making every progression he was supposed to in terms of hitting all the time frames of what he was supposed to be doing in terms of drills. So you should have drafted him without any ease. And if you didn't, here's your opportunity now to get in there again. Of course, Woods will probably bounce back after a bad game last week. Of course, Brandon Cooks is a guy that you can count on as well. However, I agree with you 100%. Mike Cooper Cup is that guy that I think you see that touchdown upside, you see that safety blanket, you see all of those things that you know the floor of Cooper Cup is always going to be very strong compared yeah. to some of the others. He's far more comfortable playing him in cash than the other two Absolutely. on a weekly basis. So you can Cooks use... is the tournament guy in that group. Yeah, I agree. I always feel like Cooks is the tournament guy because I think the owner... Because he can tear the roof off every week. And he's very talented, And he obviously. only needs to touch the ball twice 
That's right. You know, to make a fantasy impact. That's the difference with those guys. That's right. Speaking of somebody that only needs to touch the ball a couple of times in a very high total game, 54.5 currently, Sammy Watkins. So he's not a guy that I thought we'd necessarily be talking about every week, if you asked me a month ago. But here we are, talking about (laughs) Sammy Watkins every week. We are, but... I personally am in that same grouping where I look at it and I go, okay, is it going to be Robinson? Is it going to be Hardman? Is it going to be Watkins? Is it going to be all of them? I don't know. And I think that's why this is one of those spots where you roll Mahomes out there and you don't care. You don't necessarily have to pair up. Where is a guy like Tyler Lockett? If you're playing Russell Wilson, I think you must have that share together. I think that's an absolute must if you're playing the late slate or the full slate today where if you're going to have Tyler Lockett and you have to have Wilson along with him in that comparison there because you know that's his guy. I don't think Mahomes has a guy. He's just playing out of his mind. So I'm going to fade this wide receiver group completely. The one guy I would take a shot at by just a price comparison is Hardman because that's another one where he does not have to touch the football a ton in order to make a big play in order to return fantasy value. And I think that's the reason I like Hardman so much. Yeah, uh, basically 31 implied total for the Chiefs. So um, doesn't really get much higher than that on a weekly basis. So uh, as we keep going through it, um, we talked about Chris Carson earlier. Tyler Lockett finally gets to a point where we can start trusting him again, uh, oh, yeah. conceivably. We had well, that to, first week was tough. Yeah. You know, the first week where he had the one catch for 44 and a touchdown, we went, oh, God, yeah. is this going to be the season? Well, the, the, the big problem there was that there was no targets. It was like right. he wasn't even in the game. Well, there's been a gross overcompensation right. since then, and I That's love right. it. I love it. And how the hell is he so cheap still, Mike? That's <coughs> the thing I don't understand. He's just 66. Where are we right now? Has anyone seen how bad that Cardinals defense is? Has anybody seen how many targets this guy's getting on a regular basis? If you want to fade Keenan Allen and you want to go down and get maybe the other side of that uh, that Lions-Chiefs game and maybe go to the Galladays of the world and pay up there a little bit and go with Lockett as well, I think Lockett and Keenan Allen are going to have a very similar day in terms on <coughs> in terms of volume, in terms of touchdown upside, in terms of catches, in terms of everything. The only difference is $2,000 almost, and that's a big difference, Mike. Yeah, 6600 we talk about this a lot, just the way you, you sort of look at this, and there's obviously a lot of different ways to map it out, but until guy, when you have a guy like Lockett that is being fed the ball so consistently and the price is still depressed, I think you just ride that until the price gets to Absolutely. a point where he can't pay it. And, and I'm not saying DK can't be good. DK has a much yeah, yeah. better scenario this week than he did last week yeah. with Lattimore, so I think that's certainly, it's not like DK is not playable either. But why would you play DK when you can play Lockett in this game? It just yeah. makes no sense to me. And on the flip side, we saw it last week. Joe sat here and he hammered home Mike Evans. Because Mike Evans' price had gotten to a point where you just have to take a chance. He's too talented when he's priced below Chris Godwin. I'm not saying any. that's nothing negative about Chris Godwin. But when Mike Evans' price comes down to 6600 or whatever it was last week, you just have to take a chance, especially against that defense, and it worked out in spades. So... Um, Giants defense helps, by the way. It really does. Giants defense helps everybody. Janoris Jenkins helps. The defense helps. Janoris Jenkins (sighs) in particular helps. So, all right. uh, First of you guys, speaking of the Giants, um, you like Sterling Shepard today? I do. I like Shepard today still. Now, I also like when Tate comes back next week, that's going to give Jones another weapon. He's going to need them. But, yeah, I think you see so far, you see a lot of Evan Ingram. I know we'll talk about him a little bit later on, but I think you really like (coughs) Sterling Shepard in this one, too. They seem to have a really good rapport. That's important for the young quarterback, that he trusts certain wide receivers. And, uh, look, right now uh, he's limited in terms of weapons. He's making the most of them in that first game. He's much more athletic. He's able to make plays, and I think that's what kind of ties into Sterling Shepard so much is – Daniel Jones can move around the pocket 
roll out a little bit, step up in the pocket, make a throw, and that works with players like Sterling Shepard, who's able to get open on his own. And you, on the flip side of that game, Richardson and McLaurin, Keenum has obviously been throwing the ball a lot. Uh, they did not protect the ball well at all on Monday night, but uh, here we are, and still an opportunity for McLaurin to keep it rolling. I love both these guys. I know there's some concern regarding the health of McLaurin. He's going to play today, so as long as he's on the field, that's all that matters. I think you can absolutely fire up lineups with him. And I'll tell you what, let's not forget about Richardson either because he saw a fair amount of targets. If McLaren, let's say, maybe isn't quite as healthy as we think he is coming into this game, then Richardson's going to eat as well. And that's going to be fantastic. This is another guy who's practically min-salary, another great lineup builder. We talked at the earlier part of the show. How do you get CMC in a lineup today? It's guys like Richardson. It's guys like Inman. You're taking a shot on one of those wide receivers where you know there's going to be a good matchup, you know that there's volume, and you know that there's opportunity. So why wouldn't you do that and go all the way up to the board and get the one running back on the board who you know is the last stud left? No Zeke, no Saquon in the main slate. Uh, why not go that route? No Kamara in the main slate. When you're yeah. taking all those guys out of the equation, he's the last man standing. It's time to go up and pay for that man. You did mention Kenny Galladay earlier. Any further thoughts on Galladay or anybody else on the Lions? Look, they're going to be from behind. They're going to be playing from behind in this game at some point. I know everyone's sour because last week Kenny Galladay had a bad game. I think you shake that off. I think that rebounds this week, and I think Marvin Jones is another guy too. If you can't afford Galladay in your lineup, but you want a piece of this one on the other side, I think Marvin Jones is the responsible way to get that piece. And Stafford's going to be throwing the ball at some point. I do like carry-on still in this game. I'm sure they're going to try early on to feed him the football and keep Mahomes off the field. But eventually, they're going to get into some sort of passing match with Patrick Mahomes. They'll probably lose it, but at the same time, they're going to be involved in it whether they like it or not. And to Joe's point, Galladay having a bad week last week, I think you'll find dynamics within DFS play. This doesn't necessarily apply to sharp players, but it, when you're in a community of players, any edge will help. So somebody might be fading Galladay because he had a bad game last week, or they might be on somebody because they had a good game last week. They might be chasing, uh, so to speak. I think any little edge that you can get by playing the guy coming off a bad game or perhaps fading the guy that had a good game just because is something that you should take advantage of. Percentage points matter. Absolutely. Everything matters. All those little details. All right. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, tight ends, QBs, and defenses. So get on the grid and get the edge right here on Zumo Channel 719. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. 
Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? Car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. All right, we're back. Jeez, you got me a little early there. Back on the grid. <laughs> Zumo Channel 719. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, Mike and Joe taking you around the league right now on wide receivers. I'm toughing it out. Sorry. He's a warrior, folks. I'm coughing in the microphone. It's unprofessional, but I'm doing my best. Um, shout out to Musinex. Hey, look. Want to throw me a sponsorship deal? Put a little patch on my jacket. I'm not I'm not afraid of it. <laughs> what is this NASCAR? Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, seen in MLB, uh, NBA. Why not? Why not? I'm open for endorsement. Why not well. fantasy sports anchors? Bring them on. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, so, all right. Um, let's get to it. QBs. Uh, let's start here, right behind us. Daniel Jones. We talked a lot about this game today. Uh, maybe Washington and New York is not the uh, <laughs> not the game that everybody wants to see, but at the same time, it can provide a lot of fantasy goodness. So Daniel Jones played fantastic in his debut. I, I think, you know, obviously we've got some fumble issues and they have to protect him, but you like his matchup here against a Washington defense that I was just saying during the break has a lot of talent, but they're just not playing anywhere near their talent level. Right. The name brand talent is there. The schemes are not. And I think that's been the problem right now. And the cohesiveness of the unit's not there, too. Why? Because they're losing football games all the time. And I think that's really starting to show up. I think the negativity of losing ends up always sticking with a team. It's very hard to shake it. Uh, and I think Jay Gruden's in a tough spot right now. But at the same time, going back to Daniel Jones, it's a really good matchup for him. He's got a good opportunity here uh, at home. I think this building's going to be rocking today. We're here. You can kind of feel the energy here in the building over at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. And I think that they're going to feed off that. I think he's going to feed off that. And at the end of the day, the Giants are going to come away with a victory here, and I think Daniel Jones is going to make enough plays, and he is certainly going to be pass-heavy today, which you love, too. So uh, normally I wouldn't love going back-to-back here with Daniel Jones. I thought it was a good play last week. This week I think it's a good play without Saquon Barkley going forward. 
it's going to really be matchup dependent. And I think this week can get away with it. After this week, we'll see what happens. Yeah. As you said, it'll be nice to get Golden Tate back, get some more weapons for him. And, um, but, again, a, a good matchup this week. Now, you do think that this is the week that you can use Pat Mahomes. You can pay up 9200 bucks on FanDuel. It's expensive, 7500 on DraftKings. But given the fact that they have such a high implied point total, it's his first game ever indoors, 350 and three and no picks. Like I said, three games in a row. Just chalk up another one, right? Look, it's not really hard to get McCaffrey and Patrick Mahomes in the same lineup. Especially if you're playing the early slate, it's just not hard to do. Uh, you got guys like Shepard, you got guys like Galladay, you got guys like Richardson. Uh, you can go down in defense. It's just not that hard to do this week. And when you're talking about some of the best players in the NFL, and the thing is, people will see Mahomes, especially in tournaments, and they'll just go, "Nope, too expensive," and they won't even try it. They'll say, "Nope, eh, it's a, it's a cash play only." I don't think it is. I think when you're looking at a guy this week who has the upside of Mahomes for 30-plus points, you have to strongly consider him, and you have to consider the fact that, in a way, it's a contrarian play in tournaments because he's so good and he's so expensive, the ownership will probably be a lot lower than people realize. So I think this is a week, just like CMC, where you pay up for Mahomes as well, not just in cash but in tournaments as well. I think that dog will hunt, and I think it will hit pay lines as well. Uh, how about Jacoby Brissett? He's a guy that uh, has played really well. Uh, I think the Colts haven't really missed a beat. I, I think they, to me, already look like they're probably still the best team in that division. They're going to have some competition from Houston along the way. Uh, but <clears throat> Jacoby Brissett's in a good spot. He's low-priced, and he, he can run a little bit, obviously. So uh, he can always add some points here for you. I, I like Jacoby Brissett. I feel like this is a really good spot going up against an Oakland team that uh, just can't really any, cover anybody. Any spot against Oakland's always a good spot. Uh, you don't like the fact that T.Y. Hilton's not in this game. That's yeah, so who would you stack him with, too? Uh, nobody. I mean, honestly, this is another one where... Naked Brissett. Naked Brissett, or kind of like what we talked about with Mahomes, where you play him and McCoy, yeah. and you get the four passing touchdowns, and they get the one rushing touchdown from LeSean McCoy, that kind of situation. So this is like Maybe him and with Matt. Matt. Yeah. I think you try to hedge your bets there. You try to maximize the return on investment with the points and with the volume, because I don't think we have a beat on, is it Deion Kane? Is it uh, Paris Campbell? Is it that Pascal again? The thing is, all of that, I think when you go back and look at last week, you see how he spread the football around. That's yeah. what's happened this week, too. So it's far too risky for me. It's a bunch of dart throws. I don't feel really good about them. Yeah, maybe in a multi-entry you could do that and hit on one of them. But I think it's going to cost you a lot to do that. And I think the negative opportunities are so great that it's just Brissett by himself if you want to play that or similar price range, you go to Daniel Jones. The Zach Pascal thing, uh, the waiver wires this week in seasonal leagues went crazy for Zach Pascal. And like, you know, I, I hope he's valuable uh, on some level, but I, I just can't sign off on him being a valuable part of fantasy no. going forward. T.Y. Hilton and after isn't this week, there. Is he going to be valuable? Like one time yeah. T.Y. Hilton is back and healthy, is he valuable? Yeah, no. probably not. We're, we're already dealing with complication of Jack Doyle and Eric Ebron not being particularly valuable right now, and those guys have proven it. Right? Absolutely. So, uh, I mean, shout out to Pascal and everything, but uh, I, I don't expect that much from him uh, just yet. So, let's, let's continue down the uh, quarterback discussion. Uh, you have Matt Stafford listed here as somebody you wanted to talk about. Obviously, that high implied point total, we keep talking about it uh, all throughout the show. And Stafford, despite landing on the injury report, uh, what do you feel about him this week? Well, that's one of the things. He landed on the injury report, but he's good enough to play. And I think that's one of those things going to affect his value negatively. People are not going to want to play him. But at some point, they're going to have to throw the football to keep pace with Patrick Mahomes. And that's what I want everybody to understand is it's a good play. It might even be a better play than a guy like Jacoby Brissett in terms of where we're at with this game, what the game script is probably going to be. My guess is 
they're going to be up on the Oakland Raiders in Indianapolis. My guess is they're going to be behind the Kansas City Chiefs in Detroit. And I think when you consider that, Stafford becomes a very good play. We've seen Stafford, first week of the season, go up there and throw up a 300-yard game. This is a guy that is capable of that. And I wouldn't be shocked if Hawkinson gets involved in this one, too. He's been very quiet since that first game. I think there's been a lot of chirping about that, um, probably from him and probably from a lot of the, the fans as well. I know they're winning football games, but look, it's all hands on deck for this one today, Mike. I think that Stafford is absolutely playable. Yeah, let's uh, switch over to the tight ends. We can get back and forth between the QBs if we need to. Uh, Travis Kelsey, obviously, here. We've talked a lot about this game. Kelsey is always a top-rated tight end, so we'll have him in the mix. Evan Ingram here right behind us. Obviously, has the hits the big play last week with Daniel Jones, uh, so we like him. Uh, Mark Andrews now has been on the injury report a few weeks in a row, but he's continued to produce, Joe. Yeah, he has. Um, I like Mark Andrews in this game as much as everybody else, but Evan Ingram's that guy for me. At 6,800, I think he is the lock in terms of volume. He has huge touchdown upside. He has a great matchup against the Redskins. Everything shakes out very well for Evan Ingram. And I'll tell you, another guy, too, is Will Disley, too, who we really kind of glossed over earlier. We talked a little bit about Russell Wilson, but, Mike, for me, Russell Wilson has a great matchup. I don't usually love Russell Wilson on the road, but I love him on the road this week against those Arizona Cardinals. I think the Cardinals will continue to keep this game closer than people realize because Kyler Murray can make things happen and he can make plays. And as long as you have a playmaker like Murray, there's the opportunity where Russell Wilson has to keep out there and throw in the football. So I love him today. And if you don't want to pair him with Lockett or if you want to get involved even more heavily, I think Disley's that guy as well. Uh, Andrews certainly will be active. I'm a little worried about how healthy he truly is in this one. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little bit of a fade for me there in terms of shares, but Evan Ingram, to me, is that perfect sweet spot at tight end of return on investment. He's not as expensive as Travis Kelsey, but he's also got a higher floor than some of the other guys who are a little lower priced than him. So one question about the Seahawks. We, we've listed sort of one player at each position here. If you had to use one, who would you use? Uh, one of the tight ends? Evan no, no, no. Oh, no uh, one of the Seahawks. Oh, one of the Seahawks. Would it be Russ it's, Wilson? It's Lockett. Got Just it. one, it's got to be Lockett because yeah. the ROI is so good, the volume is so good, and volume is king. In DFS, you want to give yourself – it's it's like playing anything else. You know, you want as many opportunities as you possibly can get to get points and to be right, and I think Tyler Lockett gives that to you. And it's sort of an under-the-radar under trade. Uh, obviously, fantasy owners know about it, but Nick Vanette, who is a backup tight end of the Seahawks, gets moved over to the Steelers for a fifth-round pick. It makes Will Disley's uh, position on the Seahawks' depth chart uh, firmly entrenched as a starting tight end. And they've been terrible at guarding the tight end so far this year. Yep. Now, they've talked about this week being able to change that scheme because they're well aware of how bad they are against tight ends. We'll see if that comes to fruition. So the fact they're aware of it is nice. Yeah. Can they do anything about it? The Giants are aware of it, too. Know. They, they haven't done it in like a decade. No, no, they haven't. And that just kind of makes you sour about O.J. Howard, the fact that last week he still couldn't get double digits. Yeah. I mean, he was close. He was nine. But still, it's very disheartening <coughs> over there that they just don't seem to want to get him involved in the offense. Very sad. So uh, a couple other guys. So Greg Olson uh, working with Kyle Allen. Uh, your thoughts on him this week? I think Greg Olson's another one of these guys, whenever you have – a young quarterback, kind of like what we saw last week with Daniel Jones and Evan Ingram, and just really historically in the NFL. Whenever you have young quarterbacks, chances are they're always looking for that guy out of the slot yep. or they're looking for that tight end. And Greg Olson is about as money a veteran as you can find out there. He's a guy you can count on. He has touchdown upside. What do we say every week? All you got to do to be a tight end one is catch a touchdown. I think Greg Olson can catch a touchdown. Really good price on Olson this week as 4, well. 4200 bucks on draft. Why not? So cheap. Yeah, and it's funny because I think there'll be an overreaction from that 
Aikens game last week with yep. the Texans. Yeah. Which that came out of nowhere. I mean, so you can count on one hand. Too, yeah. You can count on one hand the Texans tight ends over the years that have come to fruition. Yep. And I mean, CJ Fedorovich Ryan has Griffin. one or two games. Ryan yeah. Griffin one or two games. Not many. It's not an offense that really supports a tight end. But I think Carolina's does, and I think Greg Olson's a really good play this week. Yeah. So uh, Darren Waller. What can you say? I mean, it's, the volume's there. Tremendous. The volume's there. Tremendous talent. Uh, it's great to see him play this well. Yeah. It's a good story. Cool we story, like yeah. this. We need more of that in the NFL, don't you think? I agree. I agree. Darren Waller, great story. Uh, what's not a great story so far is the Raiders' season, and I don't think it's going to get much better today. But uh, they were getting crushed last week by the Vikings, and Darren Waller came up huge, 13 catches and the whole deal. He's he's quickly becoming Carr's favorite target. And because Carr doesn't throw the ball downfield well enough, <laughs> yeah. Waller will continue to be Not a lot of choices there time. either, Mike. Yeah, but Tyrell Williams is, is legit. Um, uh, but to your point, we're, we're running thin. We are. We, <laughs> Which is great for fantasy. Yeah, it is. You know Waller's going to be that guy. It's a good matchup against the Colts. Uh, Leonard's out of this game with the concussion. Mm-hmm. So certainly over the minute, Waller has a lot of opportunity this week. It's not that I don't like Waller. I just think this is a guy that automatically people go right to. They all, they all see it. They like the story. They like the narrative of it. They love the volume. And I just think ownership, especially in tournaments, will be higher than it should be, whereas for just a little bit more, you can get Evan Ingram. And I feel like there's still a little negativity around the Giants sometimes, and it shouldn't be. Ingram has been absolutely terrific. And not that Waller hasn't, but Waller's gotten a lot more discussion, a lot more hype. Yeah, and to just checking my notes, as Joe said, as Darius Leonard is out with a concussion yes. this week, right? Darius Leonard's out with a concussion this week for the Colts. So that's another one. When you miss somebody like that uh, yeah. in the defense, that's, yeah, that's a big already ruled out. That's yeah, a it's just, that's just double-checking. Yep. So, all right, last thing we have here is uh, defenses. So you're going to have the Chargers obviously going up against Miami. That's sort of a chalky kind of play. Chalky, chalk, chalk. Pats are chalky because they've been great. They haven't let up a touchdown yet, like Joe said, not since January in the AFC Championship game against Kansas City. How about a few others? I like the other one. On that same game, I like the Bills. That yeah. Bills defense is good, and I know that sounds a little crazy because you say, oh, if you like the Patriots, how do you like the Bills defense? Because I think the Bills defense can do a really good job of shutting down Josh Gordon today. That secondary is tremendous. Uh, I, I think that they're able to do that. Edelman's a little banged up. They're going to make Dorsett, and I think uh, James White kind of beat them today, but I like them to keep this game a lot closer, especially in the first half, and I think there's opportunity for turnover as well for this team. So the Bills are a very cheap return on investment defense, and the Seahawks are another one I think can get involved in today too. I think there's turnovers whenever you have a young quarterback potentially, and I think the Seahawks can make that work too. How about uh, one team that popped out to me is the Falcons because Mariota got sacked nine times last week, last time out. Is so, that all? Just yeah, nine? Just yeah. nine. Look, you could throw that in there. I don't have a beat on the Falcons. I don't think the Falcons have a beat on tough who they to figure are out, yet. Yeah. I think, and, and you know what? I actually think they're the pretty good. The same could be said on the Titans. They're playing, they've played some tough teams so far. So. This is an important game for both of those teams. I agree. Because we don't have an identity yet on either one of them. We've seen them be very good. We've seen them been not so good so far. So I think this game is going to be one of those forks in the road for both of these teams the rest of the season. Well, good stuff. Thanks for joining us this morning on The Grid. Uh, obviously, check your inactives at 11.30 and 2.30 if you're playing the late slate. That Detroit-Kansas uh, City game is going to have a lot of people involved. Washington and New York. Uh, Tampa Bay at the Rams. A lot of goodness there. Joe likes a lot of the Seahawks. Tyler Lockett amongst them. So uh, on behalf of all the producers, Joe Pisapia, I'm Mike Blewett. Thanks for getting on the grid and getting an edge for week four in NFL DFS. Today. We're out. 
DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech Floor Liners, you probably probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Fantasy football frenzy. I have to choose between Singletary Gore. I could start Ronald Jones. I might just go Rojo, though. Uh, Man, you have, some, yeah, you have some issues here. Yeah, it's ugly. Yeah, so you have some issues here. Yeah, I might just go with the upside Singletary play. I don't know how much upside there is with the limitations, though. That's the problem. Yeah, I just these are one of these times I, I, I write all the names on a piece of paper, crumble them up, and let my daughter pick it out of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Watch live weekdays, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV Channel 719. Miss! No, I missed. Here's what you missed on DFS Today. No, I missed. Looks like we're going to do it again with Austin Eckler. He's one of the best yeah. values on the board. His price is creeping up, but uh, with Melvin Gordon back in the mix, does it concern you? It does. You know what? It actually does. I know a lot of people say, ah, oh, no, it's fine. My biggest concern is the potential of Austin Eckler losing touchdowns this week to Melvin Gordon because I think that's a real possibility. If you're going to get Melvin Gordon some work, shouldn't it be at the goal line? You know, uh, the coach came out this week and he talked about we're, the stats are good, but we're not scoring points. Well, who's back in the fold? It's Melvin Gordon. And what did Melvin Gordon do last year? He scored touchdowns. So I am a little concerned. I really loved Eckler this week when it was, oh, Gordon's coming back, but he's not going to be active. And then when Justin 
Jackson was going to be out for this game. I loved Eckler. Then once Gordon was active, to me, this changes the dynamic a bit. And maybe I'm overreacting, but I think when you add in the ownership of Austin Eckler, uh, I understand this is a good return. 8100 on FanDuel is a very good price. I get it. I'm concerned about the touchdowns. I'm concerned about the usage. And I'm concerned a little bit about Melvin Gordon. And look, the ownership's going to be through the roof on Eckler. But don't you think that Gordon, Gordon being activated will tamp down the ownership some? No. I don't think it will because I think people will still think that it's that scenario of, oh, he's only going to get a couple snaps. Well, I don't know. If he gets the amount of snaps that Ezekiel Elliott got week one, (laughs) that makes a big, big difference in this game. And why wouldn't you get him activated and ready to roll? Because it's basically like playing a – I don't know, a scrimmage team against the Dolphins. I yeah. don't want to be rude to the Dolphins, but I'm sorry they've earned that. Yeah. They've earned that disrespect, so why not? I think that's exactly where we're at. So I do think you should be concerned with Gordon. And look, I'm not saying you can't have Eckler. I'm saying that you want to differentiate a little bit this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think the Eckler conversation is interesting, too, simply because he really did perform well in – in all the seasons, in all the games where he and Gordon were together, uh, his red zone usage rate has always been positive, even when Gordon was the go-to back. Uh, and I think that will continue long term. It's just that I think the salad days that we've seen this season for Eckler are probably coming to a close. If not this week, then by next week he starts to share the ball a little bit more. I don't. I think Eckler for you seasonal players out there is still a really good guy to own. I just think that this eight thousand dollar price tag is going to get to a point where. I mean, the price will eventually come down, too, but uh, we're going to have to. It's going to be old Austin Eckler and not the Austin Eckler that we come to know. Kind of goes back, uh, you know, this goes back to the same conversation about Christian McCaffrey, which is, all right, for $900 more, I lock in the guy. Yeah, he is I'm the guy. You. There's no question about it. And I think when you can do that, it's worth paying up. And you can find $1,000 somewhere else in your lineup, whether you go down defense, whether you go down at tight end, wide receiver, like I said. We'll get to those guys later. But I think there's a lot of value on this board yeah. to make CMC work this week in tournaments. Okay, guy that uh, is just sort of unheralded, I feel like still.